On August 15, 1945, Emperor Hirohito went on Japanese radio, announcing the end of the war in the Pacific. An 86-year-old retired general, Shibagoro, decided to commit seppuku, ritual suicide. That in itself isn't especially noteworthy. Hundreds of Japanese officers at the time were deciding to follow the old samurai way of choosing honorable suicide over living in disgrace and defeat. But General Shiba wasn't just following the old samurai ways. He was an old samurai, born and bred in a samurai household, possibly the last man in Japan about whom that could be said. For him, suicide was a family tradition. He was born in June 1859 in Aizu, in the northeast of Japan's main island, Honshu. He was the fifth son of a well-placed samurai, eighth of nine children, all raised in strict samurai tradition. Japan was still a military dictatorship, run by the shogun in Edo, now Tokyo, with the emperor a figurehead in Kyoto. But six years earlier, Commodore Matthew Perry and his gunships had showed up. Japan was thrown into turmoil that led, in January 1868, to civil war. Southern warlords and their samurai removed the shogun and put the emperor in power. That spring, the emperor's forces marched on Aizu, the northern stronghold of shogun supporters. Shibagoro's father and older brothers went out to fight. His mother, wanting at least one male of the Shiba line to survive, sent him out to stay with an aunt in the country. His mother, his grandmother, and two of his sisters prepared to defend their home. Goro's father and brothers were all captured alive on the battlefield, a disgrace for samurai. The women and girls, however, committed suicide rather than be dishonored by the invaders. One of Goro's uncles stood behind them with a sword and delivered the killing coup de grace to each, then set their home on fire. Goro fainted when his uncle told him. Later, he and his aunt sifted through the ashes with their fingers and chopsticks to find bone fragments to give a proper burial. Goro and his father and brothers were relocated with other Aizu samurai to the remote northern tip of Honshu, Japan's equivalent of Siberia. They lived in hovels with no blankets or coats or boots in frigid weather. For food, they gathered seaweed and fought over dog carcasses. Famine and disease spread. Goro became perilously ill. He survived, and in 1873, he was accepted as a cadet in the new Imperial Army Academy in Tokyo. The samurai had been demolished as a class, but were being absorbed into the military as its officer corps. In June 1900, 41-year-old Colonel Shibagoro was the military attaché to the Japanese legation in Beijing, when the peasant revolt that the West called the Boxer Rebellion flashed across China. 
the extraordinary dowager empress Su Shi threw her army behind the peasants in a full-on siege of Beijing's legations quarter, where foreign diplomats from 11 nations and their families lived. About a thousand soldiers and civilians defended the quarter against tens of thousands of attackers. Colonel Sheba had the daunting task of holding a large open corner of the quarter with a handful of troops and civilians. His soldiers were very short on ammo. The civilians resorted to poking at the enemy with sharpened broomsticks. Yet Colonel Sheba was cool, brave, and resolute. He crawled under withering gunfire to drag wounded men out of danger. He astounded the other defenders by holding on to his corner for two months of constant attack until an international column rescued them. It was the height of his career. His courage was hailed in newspapers around the world and in the memoirs of many survivors. Eight nations awarded him medals. General Shiba retired in 1930 to a leafy residential area of Tokyo. He remained a loyal servant of the emperor, approving of Japan's invasions of Manchuria and China in that decade, then ecstatic over the attack on Pearl Harbor in 1941. In 1945, when the empire he'd served all his adult life lay in ruins, he, like many officers, assumed personal responsibility. They had failed the emperor. The only honorable course was suicide. General Sheba knelt and plunged a knife into the left side of his abdomen, then began to drag it to the right. The idea is to slit the belly open, spilling the intestines. But it's so excruciatingly painful that tradition allows for a second to deliver a merciful coup de grace, as Sheba's uncle had done for the women so long ago. General Sheba did not have a second. He struggled for four agonizing hours and managed to cut about four inches across his belly before he succumbed to the pain. He suffered from his wound and probably great shame for months before finally dying on December 13, 1945, four years and a week after Pearl Harbor. His life had ended the way it began in failure and disgrace.